0: You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. I'm really glad that you're here So we're starting a very important series in the podcast, and I hope you'll share this with everybody. At Carterville, we have something that we call Nine Ways to Follow Jesus, and we're going to begin a series on those nine ways. So please let me give you an orientation today to the nine ways to follow Jesus. So first, the reason that we talk about these nine ways to follow Jesus is because you know, a couple of years ago, we were talking about discipleship. And we know at Carterville that we want to be legitimate disciples of Jesus. We want to be honoring him on the earth. We want to be serving him really well. But we also know that you can totally just be going through religious rituals. You can be a cultural Christian and show up for church. And sometimes it's hard for people on the outside to know the difference. And so as a church, we said, all right, well, You know, how do we know? What do we encourage people to do if they want to really be following Christ? And we put together these nine ways to follow Jesus. So the big idea is is this. There were plenty of religious people in the days of Jesus who were not following Jesus, right? I mean, there were... You you had a high priest, the Sanhedrin, the chief priest, local Pharisees. You had Sadducees in Jerusalem, Essenes all over the place. You had tons and tons of Jewish religious people that did not meet John at the Jordan River for baptism, that did not follow Jesus, that did not shout at the triumphal entry, that did not weep at the crucifixion. So if you had tons of followers of Pharisees or followers of Jesus, and if they're all reading the scriptures and they're all going to worship, well, my goodness, how do you tell the difference? So we develop these nine characteristics, these nine qualities that we want to encourage our church family to focus on, so that we can be uniquely us. So we're in the middle of talking about community, about you know this is us, we are Carterville. Well, these nine distinctives are a huge part of our DNA, and we'll dive off into them just to give you the big picture today. Um, these nine distinctives, you know, are um, are love and repentance and obedience and prayer scripture, community, generosity, service, making disciples, Uh, but these nine things, some of them you can do as a legitimate follower of Jesus or as a cultural Christian. They're just, you do them a little differently. So when we get to each one of the topics, we'll talk about them. But for today, let me kick off with a lesson about discipleship. What is a disciple? So it's very important to answer this question because Jesus told us that our job as a church is to make disciples of all nations. That's the Great Commission. So if our job is to make disciples of all nations, well, we've got to understand what is a disciple of Jesus so that we'll know what we're making. Also, so that we'll know what we're supposed to be made into. So let's take a minute to talk about discipleship. In... um, in Greek, the word discipleship <clears throat> is the word for learner. It's where we get the, it, it's mathetes, like exactly what you're thinking about, like the word math where we're studying and learning things. Well, a disciple, a mathetase, is somebody who learns. Okay, but the big difference for me is that in the West, in our lifetime, most of us, when we think about learning from a teacher, we think about sitting in a classroom with our book open in a row of desks and we're listening to somebody lecture from the front. And if you want to be really really good at that kind of learning, you know, you you read lots of books, you get big books, you learn big fancy words and you learn to mimic the teacher with the things that you say and the stuff that you know. So the result is that I think for a long time the churches of the west, you know, Europe and the Americas we sort of modeled discipleship off of the classroom, and the classroom for us was a sit-in-row, read-a-book, show-how-much-you-know culture. So the result is that people think discipleship is all about what you know. Who knows the biggest theological words? Do you know all the theological words? Do you have a big study Bible? How many times have you read it? Have you underlined it? Um, do, you, do you have you know, clear ideas about uh, theological issues, about the end times, about you know other things that other people are still learning about. In other words, discipleship was based on how much you know, not on what you do. Well, when you give into that discipleship model, then you have Christians who know a bunch of stuff but aren't obeying Jesus and the church doesn't necessarily look like Christ. In fact, in some ways it looks more like the Pharisees or the Sanhedrin, and less like Jesus. So why don't we trade that in for a different idea of discipleship? And the easiest place to start for me is with the Word. So in the days of Jesus, when he told his disciples to be learners, to be mathetes when we're supposed to create people who learn Jesus, uh, they learn to live like Jesus, what did he mean? Well, for Jesus and most people in villages like Nazareth, To be a learner was to be an apprentice. Now, an apprentice is a word that we almost never use anymore. But before literacy took over and the world became a a place that was run off of books and reading and education models, education was done on the job with apprenticeships. So an apprentice learns very, very differently. Apprentices don't just sit in a classroom with a book open learning big words. The apprentice-based learning is a balance of watching and then doing. So an apprentice learns what the teacher does, and then an apprentice does what the teacher does. And to me, <clears throat> to learn and then do, the ancient Models of learning and discipleship. That to me is the key to understanding what real discipleship should look like. And I think that would help us go a long way to being ready to be a disciple and make a disciple. So your discipleship is not based on um, how much you know. Your discipleship for me is based on are you an apprentice of Jesus? Are you learning his path of life and then are you doing his path of life? Have you learned what Jesus thought about forgiveness and are you forgiving? Have you learned what Jesus thought about God and are you worshiping God that way? Have you learned what Jesus thought about sin and are you practicing that in your life? So to me, an apprentice-based discipleship model is learn what Jesus did and then do what Jesus did. So let's think about the 12 disciples, for example. So the 12 disciples, you know, they would follow Jesus around. They would go into a village. They would hear him preach the parables and teach about the kingdom of God. They watched him love people. They saw him find hospitality in a local uh, household. They saw how he showed compassion, how he fed the hungry, how he healed, how he cast out demons. Well, after watching him, Jesus could send the disciples into the next villages and they would teach the parables that Jesus taught. They would preach about the kingdom of heaven the way Jesus preached. They would baptize. They would, If they were given authority by Christ, they could cast out demons or heal the sick or whatever Jesus had authorized them to do. But they learned from watching him, and then they obeyed him by doing it. So when Christ died on the cross, rose from the dead, and then ascended to the Father, when he left the church in the hands of the apostles, they were able to lead because they were able to do what Jesus had done. So fast forward 2,000 years and we are still the body of Christ. We are supposed to be carrying on the mission that he carried out when he was here in his body. And so as the body of Christ scattered around the world, the church, we're supposed to be disciples of Jesus. Which means we're not measuring our discipleship just on how much we've learned or how much we know or how many degrees we have or how much biblical education we've received. Instead, we're asking ourselves, do we know what Jesus did and are we doing what Jesus did? Not just do we know how to pray, are we praying? Not just do we know about kindness, are we kind? So I'm asking you, as you prepare for the nine ways to follow Jesus, would you orient yourself and be ready for a journey of discipleship that looks differently than what you probably grew up thinking about? In this journey of discipleship, I'm asking you to value love and obedience above all else, that you would love Christ and obey Christ, that you would watch what he does, and that you'd be prepared to do it. Let's enter a transformational season of our life where we allow Jesus Christ to shape us. Now, we use these nine marks, these nine ways we follow Jesus, to help be sure that we are disciples who are learning from our master. Church family, thanks for sharing uh, this podcast with me. I hope that you'll pass this around the church because I think this series is very important for understanding who I believe that we're supposed to be at Carterville. So share this uh, episode with some folks, if you will. Make comments about it if it's important to you. I want to share um, good news, I think, if we continue on the path that we're on right now as far as group sizes and gatherings. I hope that we'll be able to have two worship services at Carterville in a couple of weeks. Uh, The Two Worship Service schedule will allow you to bring guests or neighbors or friends and still be able to social distance. So we're going to try to be able to allow more people to come back physically to church if you're ready for that, but do it in a way that protects our congregation and guards you. So I'm excited for that. I appreciate your prayers as you pray for us while we get ready for it. Thanks a lot for listening to today's episode of the podcast. And hey, let's be great disciples of Jesus.